What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy Art Dog here with your homeboy MJ Gunner. One, two, three. I hope y'all here with me. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? That was so simple and whack. Dog, don't start with me. Too late, because we're starting off with Charlotte. No, we aren't, Art. I'm leaving this car, <laughs> Art. Yes, we are. So, <laughs> Charlotte has been on all three shows this week. Um, On Raw... She uh, faced, was it Ruby Riot on Raw? Yeah. And then uh, she interfered in the match with uh, Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai on NXT and surprisingly lost to Bayley on SmackDown. Three times I could not care less about. I really could not. I really couldn't. Why not? Are you feeling like it's a Charlotte overload? Way I think so. More I think than it's an right. overload. But I'm a Charlotte fan, so I'm bipartisan. She beats Ruby on Raw, someone who's someone who we haven't seen in a while. But Ruby lost the last two matches to Liv Morgan on Raw, so we have seen her. And she's been losing to Liv, so her losing to Charlotte doesn't really do anything bad. I mean, I think the match with Liv Morgan that Charlotte had was better, but I think that the girls are getting to showcase their, their skills, personally with Charlotte even though you feel like she's just burying divisions I feel like it's opportunity knocking at the door for someone to go in there have a five star match with the greatest women's wrestler of I'm all sorry, time was that a five star match what the one with Liv was but the one with Ruby wasn't no it wasn't but the one with Liv Morgan was it was okay, it was okay match it was dope I think you guys are just Shitting sick on of Charlotte shit? because it's the fun thing to do. Oh, I think we're shitting on it because we're sick of his shit, which is which nobody could really blame us. To be honest with you, my favorite meme this week is uh, Vince McMahon sprinkling a little Charlotte on everything. So funny. And then there was uh, the NXT. Uh, match that she interrupted. Oh yeah, she's really yeah, that was a number there. one contender match, but now it's turned into a triple threat. So maybe your wish might come true. It's it it better come true. I don't this think is, so. This is the only way that they can get the title off her and still make her Majesty look good. I don't think that this dog. Is I it. don't want to hear it. Okay, you just wanted to hold on to the title because so. She could have it forever, okay? I just, but think of this. I think if she, she loses it and gets it back, it'll be thirteen times. Woohoo! I think that it's going to be Charlotte Two Belts. Of course you do, dog. I'm telling you this, and you can quote me now. Should that happen, you're gonna have to find yourself a new co-host. I will not <laughs> be watching wrestling anymore. I will be swearing off of it, <coughs> and this what? show's gonna suffer without me. I don't think so. It will. I think I can do perfectly fine. Yeah, by yourself. Go ahead. Talk to yourself then, Art. Go ahead. Now you, you can talk about it all night long. Now you, I don't want to. You know I can. Mm-hmm. You know I can talk about it all night to nobody. Yeah, you, you enjoy that. Or I'll just call up my guy Sam Spade and tell him I got a, a new position open. Yeah, well, he can have we it. We need some real shit. Well, he can have it should that happen, Art. Because <laughs> no, she but, shouldn't even be in this triple threat match, to be completely honest well, with you. Well, tell the people what triple threat match you're talking about. The triple threat match on Raw this week. Uh, Charlotte, Nia, and Natalia. Now, you answer me this. Natalia? Yeah. Why is it's Shana, not Kyrie? No, it's Italian. Why okay. is Shayna Baszler not in this match? 
I don't know. Because they have to make room for a flipping majesty. That's why. That's the that's a big problem right exactly. there. Exactly. She's she's taking up a spot that, that could be better used elsewhere. Not right? only is Natty in the match, but Natalia just lost to Shayna Baszler on Raw. She's taking you know Natty's not the person I'm referring to taking up a spot in this match that does not belong there, Art. Hey now. She does it. Hey now. Let's you have your own daggone title defend. Go defend it somewhere else. But Natalia just lost last week to Shayna Baszler. Charlotte so has a it? title. But so why is she but there? The, but this is the thing. I why? would love to see a triple threat between Shayna, Nia, and Charlotte. Of course you would. I would. I mean, those are three dominant girls in the industry right now. Well, the silver lining. To say who's going to win that match would practically be impossible. The silver lining in all of this is that they're looking towards Nia Jax because the, that's where the feud is going. Between Nia, Nia and Oscar. That's the well, silver yeah. lining. So. I think that they put Natalia in there so they wouldn't make Shayna look bad or Charlotte look bad by getting pinned by Nia. Natalia takes L's and nothing changes with her. She can still be champion. She loses, right? She can still be champion. I mean, Natty's had a long, long history. Anyway. So I think that it's it could work. Alright, so uh my guy last week, Teddy Duchamp. Mm-hmm. Called out, he said, "Get the white guy out of the Latino group." He did and it'll not exactly be put it that way. Oh, that's exactly what he said. It's not what he said. When we said, he said, that, "What do you think about Austin?" He Theory said that now? Austin Theory is the odd man out, but he did not and he give said, those reasons. Yeah, Art. He said, no, he didn't. Let's get the white guy out of here. I don't remember him saying that. Well, you have a bad memory because well, actually, that's what was funny to me when he said, "Yeah, let's get the white guy out." I don't remember that. Too bad. Um, but still, he said it. He called it. And it came to fruition. Uh, you heard it right here first on the Sons of Legends. Austin Theory uh, was arguing with uh, Andrade and Garza a lot mm-hmm. in the past two weeks, and um, this week they just they just kicked them out. They beat them up, left them ringside laying, and uh, the way that Buddy Murphy joined Seth Rollins' disciples mm-hmm. was the pretty much the same way that Austin Theory joined. He was still sitting outside uh, outside of the ring and he's all beat up and sad and shit and Seth Rollins comes and lifts him up and sends him in there with Buddy Murphy to attack Aleister Black and then hugs him and it seems like Seth's got a new one. If I had Not, a shred of faith in WWE's tag team division... I would be halfway excited about this because because Murphy and Theory would make a pretty uh, good tandem, in my opinion. And we haven't seen the AOP since the pandemic started, for real. Yeah, well, you know, they're probably quarantined somewhere. But, like I said, if I had even a shred of faith in the WWE's tag team division, then I would be almost excited about this because that that this is a good uh, pairing, Uh you know, Rollins and Murphy in theory. theory. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's think a, they make good great, tag champs. Yeah, I think that um actually it should start off with them getting retribution for theory against Garza and uh Andrade and Vega 
which should lead into some interesting U.S. title matches between either uh, Andrade and Murphy or Andrade and, and Theory. Yeah, but uh, remember, Apollo Crews has uh, Andrade next week on Raw for the U.S. title. Yeah, he does, and it's he possible. has had his number lately since he's, uh, you know, they've been putting on some great matches together. And I would love to see Apollo Crews finally get his time to shine because he's been overlooked for a long time. Yeah, and I don't really think that this feud would need the U.S. title. You know, it'd just be two tag teams going at each other. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And not only that. Like, let's um, put the focus on tag team wrestling and not the United States Championship. Because... The Raw tag team titles are basically being held hostage by the Street Profits. And I was so excited to see these guys as tag champs. But uh, it's just the wrong time. I think it's just the wrong time. Not only that, like, the Raw tag team division is definitely suffering. But they've got them doing shit like playing basketball and axe throwing. They have two tag teams doing comedy skits. It's not even funny. Well, they're trying to be funny. Well, it's not. But, um, I mean, I guess there are some funny parts. But Yeah, I guess the, the, the axe hitting the, hitting the barrel of beer this week, you know, it's kind of funny. You know, they're all getting ready to jump on me. So, you want mine, fam? Yeah, you the know? cop car, yeah. them throwing the axe and it going through the windshield of the cop car and the cop showing up saying, let's see who can throw and we'll say who did it or not. Yeah. And then Doc is like, I got this. He does the, the backwards axe throw thing and right there, dead on the money. Right. So, I mean, I, I guess it is it is kind of funny or whatever, but I, I just don't think that this is what be you do. better use this. Yeah, this is what you do because this is just a throwback of, remember when MVP and Matt Hardy. No, I enjoyed that. I did. Well, if MVP and Matt Hardy did the challenge Was thing. the United States title being held hostage while they were doing that? Matt Hardy was eventually the the, the person to take the title off of MVP, though. But I'm saying was MVP the champion yeah. while they were doing all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if you liked it that one, then what makes Vince think that you won't like this with the tag titles being held hostage? That's the thing. If... Difference being is the Raw Tag Team Division as shallow as it is. Yeah, so... The United States title division was not that shallow. But that's the thing. Bad people. Do you really want to see the Street Profits and and the War... Excuse me. The Viking Raiders go at it every single week in the ring. Eventually, I mean, like you said... If you're not the New Day or the Usos... I say it every week, and every week it's true. But the New Day and the Usos put on these classic matches back to back they to back to back. They have the opportunity to go out there and do that. The War Raiders and the Street Profits did too. Well, the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits do too. They had that chance, but their matches just weren't as exciting as the New Day and the Usos. Or maybe it's just the fact that they have no crowd because the the matches that they had at NXT were great. Yeah. So they've got to do something to kind of spruce up, either spruce up this division or take the belts off of the profits and let them keep doing this thing with the Viking Raiders. At, at this point, what does it matter? 
What's it matter? But if they if if it was Murphy and Theory to get the tag titles, they need a good face tag team to to compete with. Okay. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna need some opposition. Good I mean, champions and without w- good challengers don't just make good good don't, title runs. Don't make good title runs. The undisputed era is a perfect example of that. But the but the thing is, like, it would create these thrown together tag teams. I can see like Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens going after them because of Seth Rollins. Anybody that Seth Rollins has feuded with, uh, whether it be Rey Mysterio or. You know how we feel about thrown together things. I hate thrown together tag teams, but this is another one with uh, Murphy and Theory. But it, for some reason, that one seems more acceptable than two top tier superstars going in the tag team. Yeah, I think Rollins pretty much ties them all together. You know the character thing. Yeah, it's, that he's got, and now he's got disciples. So they have reasons to be together. Yeah, see, that's the difference. Maybe it's because it's a tag team made out of a stable. Right. And when you have a stable, you can throw any two guys in there because it didn't feel any different when Roddy took the place of Bobby Fish or, Mm -hmm. you know, if X-Pac team with Billy Gunn or Road Dog or whatever the case may Mm -hmm. be. If you're a stable, you're automatically seen as being together. Yeah. So hopefully... Well, I mean, I don't know what they got planned for them this week, the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders, but, I mean, I know it's not going to be a wrestling match. That's a fact. So, no one knows where any of this is going. And there are a couple people who've who've come back from injuries or, you know, things like that who have no place in the WWE right now. People like Sheamus. People like Jeff Hardy. I think Sheamus and Jeff Hardy pretty are going to work pretty well together with this feud. I don't see it. People like Jinder Mahal. Hey, that guy coming back, you would have thought that The Rock came back or something. Some of these people online, they couldn't wait to see him. But what has he been doing? Nothing, Beating yeah. up jobbers. Yeah, I get what you're Beating saying. Beating up guys named like Darren Henson <laughs> and Chuck Wallaby. Yeah. Like, what are we doing with them? And then, like, the thing that got me revved up was Drew McIntyre saying, oh, if you think I came back looking good, wait till you see what gender's going to do when he comes back. Well, we haven't really given him a chance already. He just got back. It's It's been, what, two, three, three, two or three weeks? Yeah, it's been a few weeks. All right, Rome was not built in a day. Yeah, but people are built in a day. They're not art. Yeah, they are. The best. People can return and automatically be a top guy. Automatically. Without being a top guy before they left? Yeah. Give me an example. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of them. Adam Cole came in on fire because they attack people that are worth attacking. I'm sorry. Who was there... And not a top guy and comes back and is automatically a top guy. There are a couple. I mean, the Miz left, not on top, came back as the A-lister, went to the top. He was that was that didn't happen automatically though. It, the Miz gets shit because his character wasn't very uh, wasn't very great back then. It, it did not happen automatically, Art. It kind of does. 
It depends on how you do it. Things don't happen automatically, Art. They don't happen overnight. They don't. They do. I can't think of one good example. Shane Not McMahon. One. What about Shane? Came back. He was hated when he left. My guy came back as the most revered person you can find and went heel overnight. It's not exactly a top guy, Arch. That's a top guy. Top wrestler, Arch. Top main event That's wrestler. That's a top guy. Oh, he main evented damn near WrestleMania when he came anymore. back in a cage match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania. So, you, so people look at Shane McMahon as a main event wrestler. wrestler. All right, is that what How you're can saying? you not? Because he's not a wrestler. He's not. Matt. Because he's not a wrestler. All right, he's not chasing the WWE title. He's the best he's, in the world. He's an authority figure. He's had multiple title no, shots. No, he's an authority figure. He wrestles you sometimes, are, but he's an authority figure. You give credit where credit is due. So he's you're an authority saying figure. Yes, Shane I'm saying he's an authority figure. He's not a wrestler. Sometimes a wrestler. He's like a part-time wrestler. Stop, all right? He's not a bro. main event wrestler. You just like going against the main... grain at this no, point. No, he's a part-time wrestler. He's not wrestling every week. He was wrestling every week. What are you talking about? He, even when he was doing a heel thing, he's not wrestling every My week. God, Art, he's bro. not. My guy was wrestling no, every he wasn't. week. He held the European Championship Here we and go. was wrestling every week. When he came he was back, not a top guy when he back came then. back at damn near 40, he was, he was wrestling every then. week. He was, the, he was the general manager, Art. He's the commissioner. Sometimes he wrestles. He wrestles a lot. He's the, so you that whole long streak. After the feud with Taker, the whole long thing that he did with the Miz as a tag team, the whole thing is the best in the every world. Week. That's stop. He's not Matt. Stop. No, I won't stop. Art, you yes, stop. Stop. No, because you you're, stop. You're just like going against the He's grain. He's not at this wrestling point. every week. Why are we sticking on this subject? Because you're wrong. Because you're wrong. No, He's not I'm wrestling not. every week. Art, my guy, bro. Even the WWE champion doesn't wrestle every single week. I guess week. Shane McMahon's the main event wrestler. He I was. I must be mistaken. We can go out there and ask anybody, and they'll tell you, oh, who's a main event wrestler? Oh, definitely Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon is definitely a main event wrestler. He's Nobody's going to say Jinder Mahal's a main event wrestler. Jinder Mahal He's, was built into a main he event wrestler. He held the WWE title and still wasn't a main event wrestler. He was on SmackDown. He was not. Uh, can we My guy had on. one of the worst title reigns you could have. Can we please just move on? He was nowhere near main event status. Please. I would love to if you'd stop arguing with me over shit you're wrong about. You're wrong. Let's move on. You're absolutely positively okay, wrong. Okay, I guess Shane McMahon's the main event wrestler. He is. Okay. I don't care what you say. All right, all right. He's the main event wrestler. So I, I guess let's just. Let's put him in a WWE title scene now. He's been there. Well, let's put him back right now. Main he's eventer. He's been there. Main eventer. Like, he's been there. He can he's been... cards all over the world. Main he eventer. has. Main event, main event wrestler, Shane McMahon. <laughs> he has. Main eventer. Are he's you the, mad because, because a person that's supposed to be an authority figure is more over or better in the ring than half of the roster? He's not better in the ring than half the roster, Art. Now you're, now you're, now you're grasping the stalls, Art. Get the... Let's move on. <laughs> I'm just going to let you rant. Go ahead. No, I'm not going to rant. Go I'm ahead. not going to give you the satisfaction. Let's move on.
Fine. What do you want to go to? Because we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Hey, I don't know. Because yeah. how do you feel about this uh, thing that they got going on with Braun Strowman kind of friending and feuding with Otis at the same time? Another thing for me to rant about, Art. Congratulations. <coughs> Not, Matt, not really about, stop watching wrestling then. Not really about Stop doing a show on wrestling if you hate it so much. You sound like you hate everything that's happening. Sorry I don't like Miz and Morrison in this handicap match, Arch. I'm I'm so sorry for the for not liking this great idea. What do you like? I like a few things. What? Name one, because you sound like Pessimist Pete over here. Exactly. You can't even think of anything that you like at this point. All right, I can think of one. How do you feel about Bobby Lashley at MVP? I do like that. Thank you very much. Because, you know, Bobby does, Bobby does uh, have a better manager in MVP than he does in Lana, and I can actually believe him challenging Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. Because that's how Raw ended with Drew McIntyre smashing uh, Baron Corbin uh, with a Claymore and Bobby Lashley MVP are standing at the top of the stage like, yeah, bro, we ne we next. Mm -hmm. We up next. What's up? All right. Because MVP keeps pointing out, when is Lashley going to get his? He's been dope for years. And then when's the last time you had a title shot? And they say 2008. Seven. Seven? Yeah. I think I think Lashley, uh, I think MVP is really what Lashley needs. You know, he's the businessman behind the muscle, as they say. You know? He reminds right. me of Lesnar and Heyman. He's just, just, you know. A black version. Pretty much. But yeah. <laughs> I enjoy those version. two together. But I don't think that that's the only one that uh, MVP is going to snatch up, it's looking like. It's looking like he's about to start, you know, uh, Montel Vontavious Porter Incorporated. Well, I think that he should just uh, stick with Lashley for now. You know, like put all his focus on Lashley instead of having multiple clients. I'd love to see him, Apollo Crews, Bobby Lashley, and give me one more lighter person or a tag team. Yeah, I'm not really. Uh, as I said, I think that uh, he should just focus with uh, Lashley and everything. You know, not have not being pulled in so many different directions, as they say, with the stable. I don't know. It looks good on MVP right now. Yeah, it does. You know, the manager role does look good on MVP. It's but, looking good on him. But he's already got a great client. If it's not broken, don't fix it. I mean, the run-ins that he's been having with the young and up-and-comers, I mean, it could do them some good as well. Yeah. So could. I think you could try to stretch him as far as it could go because MVP is uh, he's gold right now. Yeah, but I don't think we should overwork it, though. Yeah, you that's know? true. I mean, that's a reason why you're sick of everything else. Pretty much. So back to Miz and Morrison and this handicap thing. I mean, I don't see how this is going to look good on anybody. You know? So like, what if it, it is it is a, po a point where 
uh, Miz and Morrison beat the shit out of Strowman and Otis is able to cash in. Now, this, now that is a legitimate reason that I can see for this match happening. This is the only legitimate reason. Because I, I don't this see match any happening. reason why they would have Miz and Morrison pulled away from the tag team division as good as they were doing. And they never lost the belts in a legitimate tag team match. Because they don't like freaking tag teams. And it drives me insane, Art. It drives me up the wall. It really does. They're, the the iconics are showing uh, dissension. The the Miz and Morrison the challenging Braun Strowman for the for the universal title. Are, why is why are they trying to kill tag team wrestling? I don't why? have. Hey, I mean that's the reason the revival say they left. When I listened to them as they should have on the Jericho podcast, they said they wanted to actually like help the business progress and help tag team wrestling progress. And WWE kind of was making a joke of them. Which is why I will always, always, always be a fan of the Revival. I don't care where they go, I will follow them. Well, now their name is The Revolt. Love those guys. And uh, I don't even know if they're able to use that anymore. Because some for, I heard a story about them uh, being sent to cease and desist about using The Revolt. Of course. Because, I mean, it is a, a company by Diddy. You oh, know, it Revolt. Is? Yeah, that's a... Uh... I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Revolt TV. We watch The Breakfast Club on that all the time. Yeah. And, um... That's so come up with something else, though. I, I'm sure. And it doesn't matter what you want to call them. They're still one They're of still the best tag be, teams walking around Everybody's today. still going to call them The Revival until they get used to whatever the new name is. Because I'm still calling The War Raiders or... I'm still calling them the War Raiders, even though I'm used to calling them War Machine, and their name is the Viking Raiders. Right? Yeah, it's, it's difficult to keep up with all these names, Art. It's, I mean, yeah, especially like that's another reason why the tag team division probably is suffering because Vince has a chokehold on their names and their gimmicks and things like that, so they're not able to go anywhere and use the things that they were using. It's different as a solo superstar because people always know who you are. Well, why can't they do them right when they're in the WWE yard? I don't understand this. My favorite tag teams are good. Of course they are because you like the you like the ones the company gets behind. The New Day and Usos. That's not the reason I like them, though. I've, li I've been like a loyalist for a long time. And remember, like, back in the day... Like, the New Day was it in our house. They were. They were. They most definitely. You know, a few years ago, the New Day were the most entertaining things on WWE TV. I will not argue with you there. And I still love them. I mean, I what do you want that. me to do? I'm a loyalist. I understand that. I, I still love Ronda Rousey. Of course you do. Everybody hates Ronda right now. But then again, everybody hated Ronda back then, Arch. Like, I can't <laughs> think when she was actually universally loved. Uh, probably at the point when she was doing, like, movies like The Expendables and things like that. I mean, everybody was behind her. I don't know if they loved her like I did. <laughs> I respect Rhonda for the, for the fighting machine that she is. Yeah, I but can't really say that I like her. There's, there's a new greatest of all time, and Amanda Nunes proved that she is the best women's fighter on the planet. She mm -hmm. beat every single woman superstar that they had. Mm -hmm. 
Every one of them. Misha Tate, beaten. Ronda Rousey, beaten. Chris Cyborg, knocked out. Mm -hmm. Holly Holm, knocked out. Every champion they had. Valentina Shevchenko, beaten. Like, she's the greatest. Mm -hmm. But I still love Ronda. Can't help it. Yeah, she revolutionized two businesses. Right. The UFC and the WWE. So either way. But, um, yeah, so where do you think Sasha goes from here with what she's got going on? They're still planting uh, seeds for this breakup with Bailey, and I'm counting the minutes. I really am. The I'm seconds, counting it seems the like. minutes. I'm counting the seconds. I cannot wait to see it. Because I would rather her be losing matches than flanking her. I really would. I really would. I No comment. All right. One more uh, uh, One more thing about uh, this SmackDown thing. So they had the thing with Braun Strowman. They had the thing with, uh, with Otis, like, pretending that he was going to mm -hmm. attack Braun from behind when Mandy Rose was coming down and Braun was looking at her. So... Do you think that's the angle that they're going to have to use in order to make Otis seem like a main event star? Or are they going to let him use it as a tag team cash-in? We haven't seen Tucker. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think it's a good sign for the tag team cash-in thing, you know, that we haven't seen his tag team partner. And I don't know, I guess they still got some building to do with Otis. If they want to make him believable as a champion. I That's think that what it's still I'm got saying, some building bro. to do. I do not see him as a main event superstar at all. Especially, number one, using the Caterpillar as a finisher is I mean, so stupid. There's a difference between being popular and being the best choice for the, the job. Right. And I think with Money in the Bank this year, they went with Otis on his popularity. And to truth be told, I don't think he was the best choice for Money in the Bank. I don't even know if it was supposed to happen. It does look like AJ actually dropped the briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looked like he did fumble it and then Otis just catches it. And if that's the case, then, you know, you got to go with uh, what happened. You know, but that's just another thing that says that, you know, they didn't plan on this with Otis. You know? Well, nobody planned on Otis being this popular, to be honest. I mean, if they were, like, if this was planned out and, you know, I, I would have thought that they would have uh, tried to rise to raise his stock as a main event wrestler then. They're trying to. Yeah, I know. Once he won the briefcase, I'm saying, you Do know. Do you think it's working? I mean, slightly. You know, they, they, they he is, you know, moving up the card a little bit and everything. Just personally, I just can't see it as a universal champion. Right. Not right now. And it's right. nothing against him. It's just, you know, it's just the way it's built right now. All right. So, NXT AEW. So, in NXT, how do you feel about this Dexter Loomis guy? Because he main evented NXT this week. I like him. You know, he's got the creepy thing going on. Uh, you know, I think it's pretty cool. It looks like his name should have been Stone Cold. <laughs> But, yeah, he fought Roderick Strong in the main event. And, um, I'm, did he, Roddy got the win, right? I think so. Roddy got the win, but he ended up putting Roddy to sleep and just rubbing his hair. 
Velveteen Dream came. And then the team of Velveteen Dream and Dexter Loomis Mm -hmm. going against the Undisputed Era. Because, all right, now, everybody knows I love the Velveteen Dream. But I cannot see him taking the belt off of Adam Cole. I could. I could. You know, I think that they've uh, built him up the right way. And personally, I couldn't see anybody else right now taking the belt off Adam Cole. Like, if somebody's going to do it right now, it would be him, I think. I'm saying that I don't see Velveteen taking the belt off of Adam Cole, meaning I don't see anybody taking the belt off of Adam Cole right now. I mean, it's... It's kind of synonymous with him at this point. I think so, too. You know, like, I don't see anybody on the main, main uh, horizon that's going to dethrone him right now. If I had to pick someone right now, it would be Velveteen. It would be Velveteen Dream. I don't even think that's going to happen. At least not for a little while. I mean, Cole's pretty much run through the whole thing. And the only other person that I can see even getting close. I mean, you've got some guys out there. You've got Cross. Carrying Cross, you mm-hmm. got uh, he just got there though. Ch- Champa, you got the new Johnny Gargano. Yeah, so there are guys out there, but I just don't see anybody beat him, Adam Cole, right now. Me neither. So, um, I don't. I just, and I really, really hope that there is a believable contender in Fast because it's not exactly a good look for a champion. You know, it was it's kind, of, it's kind of getting to the point where Becky was. You know, it's right. like where does where does this person go from here? Right. Yeah. So I hope that a, a suitable contender does pop out and pretty quickly, you know, or he will start to, you know, kind of lose momentum at least a little bit. In, at least in my opinion, anyway. You know, kind of uh, bring it down a little bit. Right. And, and there's really nobody. I mean, who's Keith Lee? I think that Gargano is probably going to take the belt off of Keith Lee. I could see that. I was kind of hoping for Damian Priest, but it doesn't look like yeah, that's happening. Priest seems like he's uh, after Balor right now. Mm-hmm. He's going to... Which I think could be good. Yeah, since he, cost, since he cost Ben Failure the match against Cameron Grimes, then, you know, he's going to be looking for him, period. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and Priest kind of cut a little promo this week, you know, and I like that promo style that they're using, even though, uh, of course, Cornette says the promos now are killing the business, but he thinks everything kills the business. Of course. Um, that promo style where they're just looking directly into the camera since there's nobody out there. I don't see the point in standing in a ring with a microphone pacing back and forth to an empty arena. Yeah, acting like there's people out there and there's not. Yeah, you know? I'd just rather them cut backstage in locker rooms. Right, and, get real with it. Yeah, get real. Start What they should start doing is using camera phones in cars where it seems like they're just on their daily lives. <laughs> like posting on social media that would be more believable right now i think so setting up a car in your phone i mean setting up a phone in your car and just talking to the talking to them like i know you see this you're you're posting on my page and blah 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 and they should do start taking that route until we're able to get an audience back to talk to i thought about that you know I kind of like the way Johnny and uh, 
Candace, and Candace are having do it. dinner with the Garganos. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like yeah, that's they're in their home. own world. You know, it's like, but they're not using like a phone. Like you don't see their phone. You know, because I think that's you know, there still should be kind of a production value there. Yeah, you yeah, know, I get and what I don't you think mean. the phone would uh, be that. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like this is still a show. It is. But if you want to make things more believable, then, like you said, you should get real with it. Yeah. Or uh, have reporters run up to them and be like, hey, did you hear what such and such said on Twitter? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they can cut their promos that way. Yeah. But, yeah, I think uh, Gargano's going to be the one since Candice LeRae is after Mia Yim right now. I can now. see that. That's going to be a dope type of uh, tandem because we bo- all know that both of them are real-life couples. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kieran Cross and uh Scarlet and and Scarlet are face to face with Tommaso Ciampa this week which was really good. See that face to face promo was the best probably the best one I've seen out of the week. Now I remember a few weeks ago I don't think I brought it up on this show, but I remember a few weeks ago thinking to myself that if Tommaso doesn't want to go to the main roster, he just wants to stay in NXT for the rest of his career, you know, what's he gonna do? You know, He's like gonna, he can't be champion forever. He can't chase the championship forever. Like, what's he? What's he gonna do? But I think well, this that's thing what with, I'm, but with the cross. Thing, yeah, the thing is, Tommaso's only been champion once, right? And he never got the belt back, so he can chase the belt again I and mean, get the belt again. Right. I'm not saying like this would be an immediate issue. Yeah, but, but like building, when you're yeah. a ten-time NXT champion or something like that. Let, you let know? me finish. But building new superstars is is a way to go for him because beating Tommaso Ciampa in NXT actually means something. Yeah. Still, right now, now. Later on down the line, a few maybe a year or two, then you're maybe going to run into the problem that if you have him lose to too many up and comers, right? He'll you know, never, it, it, he'll it won't, never. It won't work a lot of times, you know. But I think it should be a uh, use while it can be, which is what they're doing right now across and Champa. All right, uh, AEW Double or Nothing was this weekend, mm-hmm. and. Um, well, first off, let's talk about Dynamite with the two injuries that they had. Yeah. Uh, we saw that uh, Britt Baker, what she tear her ACL, like blew her I, knee out. I think out. it was an ACL tear, yeah. Uh, they had Chris Statlander and uh, Sheeta mm-hmm. did a Samoan drop, like cannonball in the corner on Britt Baker, and Nyla Rose just landed on her leg while it was up. It looked bad. Yeah, it did look bad. You know, that's a pretty dangerous spot. Yeah, you know? and she wrestled a couple more sequences after. Right. So I but know. But then Nyla was rag, dragged, dragged her over her to the corner the and then tagged her. Yeah, I like Doctor Britt. You know, said and she was happen. just catching her stride. Right. You too. know, she. I felt like she was gonna. I felt like she was uh, really getting up there momentum wise, and to see something like that happen just sucks. It does, and I feel like. Um, the fact that 
you know, she went, she was such a good heel, starting to be such a good heel right now. This was really finna lead to a lengthy title run. So right, I could have saw her getting a title pretty soon. Hopefully she makes a quick recovery, full recovery, and able to come back and just pick up where she left off. I think they're saying like nine months is what I heard. That's a long time, Yeah, bro. it is. You know, that's what I, that, at least it's what I hear anyway. Around that, around that time, nine months to a year. That's a long time, and it's going to be hard to fill her spot because she really was getting a lot of TV time, mm -hmm. especially with just cutting promos and things like that. So um, AEW is going to have to find a filler superstar for that, pretty quickly. for that spot. Yeah, and pretty quickly. I mean, they don't have a shortage of talent to do it with, not to mention like Chris Statlander, Big Swole, um, yeah, there, there's some names there. Yeah, there are some names. So I'm hoping to see one of them get the space that she was getting and create another opportunity. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ray Phoenix, um, when he, uh, there, it kind of turned into a brawl, the match that they were having. And he goes for like a springboard, um, some type of twist flip that he was doing. Mm -hmm. And... They missed the catch. Yeah, and he hit the ground pretty hard. I looked like, you know, he. I thought he bounced a little, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, his legs hit the people, and his back and head just hit the ground. Yeah, so Phoenix got injured there and was out of a casino ladder match. I think uh, Joey Danello replaced him. Yeah, okay. Um, well, let's talk about that. Um, the ladder match was... It was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, the debut was Brian Cage, which is out of nowhere for which me. Which I'm extremely excited about, especially since Taz was coming out with him. I think Taz and Cage are another one of those good, you know, pairings. Heyman, yeah, Heyman-Lesnar pair. Right. See, every, every pair damn near is going to be compared to Heyman-Lesnar if you're a guy-guy and Tripp and Steph if you're a guy-girl. Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, partnerships, they should uh, complement each other. Yeah. You know, like a businessman and his athletes are uh, a guy and his girlfriend or, uh, hell, uh, a girlfriend and her boyfriend. Right. You know, et cetera. All right, and or it could be a business partner with a girl right. because you know, uh, Robert Chelsea Stone Green. and Chelsea Green. Yeah, exactly. You know, it should be, you know, I think that uh, relationships and, you know, professional wrestling, I think that they should complement each other. You know, you have, to, you have to have a reason to have these two people together. Yeah. And with Taz being a former superstar, knowing who's going to be great and who's not. And it's pretty good on the mic himself. Yep. Yep. I mean, he's done commentary for years. They have a lot of good manager, managee relationships in AEW. You know, I like uh, Superbad and Penelope. I like... Uh, Jake Roberts and uh, Lance Archer, Cody and Arn are, are pretty good too. Yeah, and now and Cody's got a slew of them because it could be him and Brandy. Yeah, it could be him and Arn. It could mm. be him and the Bucks or him and Dustin. Yeah. yeah, Cody's got a lot of people that can manage him, and now they've got uh, Cage and and Taz. Taz. I really enjoy Cage's work. You know, I always have ever since I saw him on Lucha Underground. You know, yeah, he's as, a big, agile, athletic. Yeah, somebody machine. so big, the things he can do in that ring. Now that's pretty amazing. I think. 
Right. He should yeah. not be doing moon salts and springboards and shit mm-hmm. as big as he is. And that and spinning mention, F5 yeah. was just unreal. Like Brock F5, doesn't even thousand. get that. Brock didn't even get that kind of rotation. Not even back in the day. But then again, dude, Darby Allen can take some some bumps. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with the skateboard was that was just a little too uh, reckless, in my opinion. You know, because that could have really, really, really hurt him. But he really was selling the knee, though. Yeah, he was selling the knee, but and you, you know, really he thought he been, was hurt, right? He could have been legitimately hurt. You know, he's standing on top of the ladder and he's got a skateboard, and I think he was Kazarian's down on a yeah. table. He's down then, on the ladder, right? And Darby tries to. Jump and grind on his back. I don't know what the hell he was I think he do. was trying to bring the skateboard down and you know literally crush him underneath it. Yeah, whatever you know? he was doing. Kazarian moves and he goes Darby through the ladder, the, through the skate, right. breaks all of that, and he's like selling his knee for the rest of the of the match. Cause I really like Darby Allen. You know, he's got a pretty unique style there. You know, it's high flying, it's hardcore, it's. Pretty technical when you think about it, you know. I think he's got a lot of stuff. Darby's a superstar, and I think they're missing out on yeah, the he's way he's got a good character him. and everything. Yeah, people really like Dar- Darby Allen and his wrestling style. Like you can get behind because he can take a beating and he can do like some amazing things. Right, right. He's one of those. Um, but yeah, Brian Cage wins the uh, the chip, so. Mm-hmm. I- He's going to get a future title shot, and I just wonder how they're going to build off of him. I hope they do this correct. I hope they do this right. You know, like, make him make him feel, like, make him seem pretty important as coming in. Right. You know. I mean, they did a good job with Lance Archer also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely did. Lance Archer's pretty uh, upper mid card, as they said. He'll right. be lower main eventer right now. Which leads us to Cody and him for the TNT title. Yeah. And Mike Tyson was the one that was presenting the title. That's a big coup for AEW, I think. Yeah. Tyson definitely gets the eyes on the product. I mean, it worked for WWE. Yeah. And right now, with him saying that he's returning to boxing. Uh, people are looking at him like that monster is back. Right, right. And when Jake Roberts came out with the snake, Mike Tyson ripped his shirt off and was like, come on down. I'm like, we going to handle this. And Jake was like, ah, I can't do that with you. <laughs> and he, and he left it and which led to Cody winning the TNT title. Yeah. No, I can. I would have preferred that it was Lance Archer, but I could get behind Cody winning this. I I think it had to be Cody. Yeah. And like I said before, if you lose so much, you give people nothing to believe in anymore. You know what I mean? But like, I don't think Cody was at that level. I think it was getting there, bro. I mean, Cody's been a champ in Ring of Honor and all the and all these other places, you know what I'm saying? And he mm-hmm. went to Japan, had a great run, and then he starts his own company. But it's and not he's even really like, about being champion. At least not for Cody, it shouldn't be. It has to be, though. I mean, it's more about, you know, helping your brand, you know, grow but, and helping your company move forward. But that's what I'm saying. Cody is a big name. And a lot of people are behind Cody. He was probably one of the most popular people at one point in time. He is one of the most popular person, in my opinion. Like, Cody still is the most overfaced. Dude, 
You're crazy. Orange Cassidy is way more popular than Cody. Here we go. And I know you hate it because I hate it too. But Orange Cassidy is more popular than Cody. Let that shit sink in. Yeah, okay. Orange Cassidy is some kind of popularity freaking nature or something, Art. That's not really a fair example. Like, Orange Cassidy might be the most popular person in wrestling in North America right now. I don't know about all that, but he Who's it's possible. Popular? It's possible. I don't know anybody more popular than Orange Cassidy right now, Art. Otis and, is pretty popular. I don't think he's Orange Cassidy popular. No. he's Orange Cassidy has like this cult-like following. But this is, I've said it before. I said it a few minutes ago. There's a difference between being, between being popular and, and being, being good enough to run the company. And being the, the main star face. And I think Cody still is that main face on the... Roster, you know, you could believe him being AEW World Heavyweight Champion. At but any over point. Moxley right now, I think Moxley's got more of a cult following I mean, than Cody. It's believable at this point. though. With yeah, Cody. it's still believable. It's still believable. But I, I that's why I, I'm I just saying I feel like he needed this win because people were starting to stop believing in him. Yeah, I know what you're saying, and it would be easy for him to build. Uh, Build people up than it would for uh, Lance Archer. Even the fact that he lost to MJF after doing all of that stuff to get to him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He's giving pe- he's not giving people anything to believe in. MJF's pretty made though, Art. Yeah. Like, MJF had a match too. Um, he won his match against uh, I want to say Dustin. I don't think it was. I'd have to look again. But um, he had a match, and he won his match. Dustin had a match, too. Yeah. And um, But the, the, the bigger match was Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. And uh, Hikaru won. Yeah, Hikaru won the title. It was a no-DQ match. She um, hit her in the back of the head with a kendo stick. And then hit her with a running knee and pinned her for the title. Jungle Boy. MJF yeah, and Jungle MJF Boy. Yeah, MJF had Jungle Boy. Right. And uh, MJF won that. And who did Dustin have his uh, match Sean with? Sean Spears. Yeah. yeah. It was Dustin and Sean Spears. So they had a couple in-between matches before they got to all the title matches. Mm-hmm. And then the main event was um, the Elite with Matt Hardy against the inner circle yeah and uh of course the elite won that one the the ending sequence was um kenny omega given the one because they fought in a stadium right it was the empty stadium match. so like a uh, hangman comes out on a horse and uh, cause he wasn't there when the match started. Of course, he came out late or whatever. He's chasing Sammy Guevara on a horse. Uh, he ends up <laughs> leaving them there and goes to the bar in the middle of the match. Uh, see, I don't. That's that's the thing, bro. Like, I don't really feud, like that. Yeah, the feud between the Bucks and Omega and Hangman. It should be just that. Right, but they're still running around with the inner circle. They're still facing the inner circle, and Hangman could care less about this team. The team that he's one half that of he's, the world tag team. See, tag team wrestling just gets no respect anywhere, Art. Nowhere. 
and it really grinds my gears. Right. Not just that. That wasn't even the 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 probably the dis the first disrespect was the SCU having to fight each other first in the ladder match. Yeah, I could yeah I could see that. You know, I didn't expect those two to start out. That was the first start of disrespect for the tag teams. I, the tag team titles weren't being defended at their pay per view. Well, I can't remember the last time they were defended. Uh, me neither. And I can understand, you know, if Hangman wasn't around, you know, that's one thing because there's a pandemic going around, going on right now, and you know we all have to, you know, give leeway with that. But he is around though. Like, yeah, he's there. Like some weeks he's there, some weeks he's not. And, and they're trying mm-hmm. to play this drunk thing to the top. Yeah, that's, but yeah, uh, Omega hit a one wing angel off of like the first floor all the way down to like the entrance part or whatever. I guess he jumped off one of the balconies mm-hmm. with a one wing angel on uh, Sammy Guevara. Of course, Guevara could take some beatings. Uh, that was insane. So yeah, um, Boxley uh, defeated uh, Brody, Brody Lee. Lee. Yeah, a uh, bunch of paradigm sh- paradox shifts. Uh, he hit one on the stage, and they went through it. I mean, what that like was one of the walk ramp? That yeah. was dope. And then uh, he, that still didn't put him away, and he ended up putting Brody Lee to sleep with a choke. Mm-hmm. Started with like a bulldog choke, and it ended up into like a rear naked choke, and he just put him to sleep. Yeah. I mean, which I guess is a good thing if you want to keep Brody Lee intact. Yeah. I don't think that uh, this loss really hurts him. You know, Moxley is world heavyweight champion, and he just got it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think you want to take the belt off of Moxley that fast, anyway. Yeah, this don't hurt Brody Lee. He's all right. So hopefully everything stays cool with him because we don't want him to kind of get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. I think he should be challenging Cody for the TNT title soon. I could still see him at uh, heavyweight running uh, after Moxley again. I could. Yeah. I could have seen him taking it off of Moxley. Not at this moment, but eventually I think he will be the person to take it off of John Moxley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll Cage see. is a good uh, candidate for that, too. Yeah, we'll see what else I was going to say. We'll see what happened with Brian Cage you and his chip. About, uh, yeah, so uh, every dunk, of course, this week was, I didn't want to start off with it, but this week was so terrible in wrestling, dude. First it. off, um, they found... Uh, Shad Gaspar's body it washed up on well, Venice we Beach. Talked, we haven't told him what happened. And uh, basically what happened was his son and him were at the beach swimming in the ocean and stuff and they got caught up in the tide and uh, the lifeguards got to Shad but Shad sent them and told him save my son first and then he disappeared. And uh, they couldn't find him. They searched for him for a while. A lot of people were uh, coming out of the woodworks to just look for him. And uh, a couple days ago, they said they found his body. And, uh, man, R.I.P. to Shag Gas. definitely. This, this one stings. Yeah, you know, that one hurt a like little bit. Going out the way he did, like... He went out a hero. A hero, you know? It's like, 
doing something so heroic and you know, that's your reward for it, pretty right. much. I mean, I would do the exact same thing. Yeah, you know, the the heroic price, the heroic deeds sometimes do have prices. He and traded his life for his son's life. Yeah, he traded his life for his kid's life and uh, you, couldn't have, you couldn't have a, a, a more respectful way of Going out, bro. Like yeah, he went out like a true hero. You traded your your life for your kid's life. Yeah, and I'm glad that they found him. And you a know, real gets... parent, any real parent who loves their kid would do the exact same thing. And Shad is like, man, that's big ups to him for that. And you know, he gets, R.I.P. He gets a close. Him and his family, they get closure now. Yeah. You know, they get to send them off the proper way. You know, I'm glad they found him. And also, uh, after years and years of complaining about Owen going into the WWE Hall of Fame, uh, we finally see why. I don't think he should. Not after, you know, I mean, not after seeing what everything you, happened. I, I mean, we I, all know Owen's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know? I think that he, I think that he definitely deserves and should be in the Hall of it's Fame. The, but I can see the reason why. Right. Because why would you want the same company that killed your husband to put his name on their stuff? Like, I kind of saw with Martha. On yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't see any other way. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, she had to sue them. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, something went wrong, motherfuckers. And y'all are not telling me what's what's going on. And she yeah. did the investigation herself. She said she really didn't have the support. So that dark side of the ring shed a lot of light it on did. a lot of things. And uh, shit, I back Martha 100%. Yeah, and, it's, and she's also doing things in honor of Owen, you know, herself. Right. You know, she she's said got his charities name's on a lot there. of things. And I'm glad that she's doing that. You know, I think anybody who's really, you know, watched Owen and, you know, followed his career and everything knows he's a Hall of Famer. You know, I don't think that uh, putting him in there, you know, would really uh, do anything more to prove that. That's all. All it's doing is giving WWE a chance to kind of gloat off his name a little bit more. Yeah, if I was, if I was Martha, I would not. I would not like I that wouldn't very either. much. And there was also another death in the wrestling world with uh, Hannah Kamaru. Uh, she was she committed suicide uh, due to cyberbullying, which is, I mean, come on, people, dude, people are so heartless when it comes to being able to say how they feel about stuff or trying to get cheap laughs or anything like that and hiding behind a computer screen. warriors are the absolute worst. Cannot stand them. It's just... I don't understand how people could just say such horrible things to someone they don't even know. Yeah. Or they've never even met. They just watch them on TV and they take shots at the person behind the character. That's what I. And that's the problem. That is completely heartless that people do that, and you know, people do that to ordinary people every day, and it's just one of the worst things in the world that you could do to people. You know, like drive them to pretty much kill themselves, take their own lives. Yeah, oh, that's, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. But and rest I hear in that peace. there's a there's a law that might be passed that makes cyberbullying illegal. 
Which well, at this point, we're gonna have to do something because you can't. If, like this can't keep happening. If hate crimes, it's it's gonna end up being a hate crime. I think it should be a hate crime. Like stuff like this is just completely uncalled for in 2020, and this stuff cannot keep happening. It like, can't. I think that law should be passed. Yeah. So rest in peace, Shad Gaspard. R.I.P. Yeah. Hana Kamaru. Uh, you guys. Man, y'all are going to be heroes. Your name will not be forgotten. No way. You gave us reasons to keep on doing this. Um, But that's all we got for this week, man. Thank you guys for listening to the Sons of Legends. You already know where to reach both of us. Hit us up if you need to talk. Thank you for listening. See you.